We are back again. Salutations are good, folks. That's copyrighted. I know. Listen, is it copyrighted? I'm pretty sure it is. Hey, my name is Because in the Nike ads, they can't even say that. They have Kyrie Irving shooting and going, uh, fade away. What were you guys talking about? For real? Are you serious? What is this? Yeah. That's crazy. What? Um, I don't remember, but look, I do have something important to tell you guys. The people who are listening to this right now yeah. are listening to America's favorite sports podcast. Oh, Which is your subtle way of And that is, is, ladies and gentlemen. They didn't even hit the oh yeah. That is Twat is. They said twat. Oh yeah! Boss. This is all out of order. <laughs> Let's try to get a try. What again. kind of what kind of Circus show are we running? This is the first episode of the new year, and this is what you want to come okay, with? Okay, so let's let's reverse it back. Let's this reverse it back. For Schnipper, 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, we in the new year. For the new year. 2018. Who rockin' the flavor all in the year? You are now listening to what are the America's favorite sports podcast. Oh Ooh. yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that favorite sports podcast is known as Balls. Captain America. What? 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 Wait. I forgot where I heard that. We from. live here, bro. We <laughs> can't right? can do that. Disregard what he said. A sports podcast. Listen, the views of one B. Alfred. My name is Adair. Does not <laughs> does not reflect the views of the other members of the Ball Sports Podcast. Okay, that, you know, I was really about to put your full government out there, and then I, I was hoping you were about to. That would have been amazing. What did you podcast. say? I said B. Alfred. I was definitely about to throw. I don't want no people know my last name. Well, even though it's yeah, on I was, Facebook. I was about to say it's definitely like all over. It's okay. Media. All over it, so yeah. Good. B4 Oreo, <laughs> B4 you call it what you real. want to call it. I'm Fiesta Cool, <laughs> Fiesta Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, how's Is everybody doing? Matt, it's uh, Gucci, man. You know, it's a new year <laughs> Burr. Burr. for everybody listening. This is Buddha. Burr. Oh, for the first time ever, these guys are going to introduce themselves to the new listeners that we get every week. Yeah, my name is, That's my name is Duquan. Not Duquan, but Duquan. You've heard of his D- brother. I'm just wondering when y'all are going to start just using your real name. D-U-Capital-Q-U-A-N. Duquan. You've heard of his brother Duquan. He's famous. Duquan. This is Duquan. Is your nickname in the streets Dookie? No, it's Duke. Duke. Le Duke. But your mom would probably call you Dookie because you're her little Dookie. Nah, just Duke. You went extreme there, bro. She might, she might call me little Duke, Duke, but not Duke, <laughs> little Duke, Duke. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but my uncle, but my uncle down. They call you my, Duke, my uncle down. Call me Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you the big Dookie. I'm gonna say next like, time I, I take a dog back. I take a little Duke, Duke. I don't know. Hey, hey, I was up back. I'm gonna take a little Duke, Duke. They're gonna be like, what? <laughs> you know my cousin, hey, little Duke. Hey, I'm the oldest of my cousins, so they call us the Duke Squad. One. <laughs> The dude, what? I will never think of Duke Blue Devils at the same ever again. Oh, trash. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, yeah. let's get right into it. Enough of these shenanigans. Shenanigans. Um, college football is done for the most N- part. We got one C- game left. Double. And uh, a. a lot of good bowl games. N C. Happened uh, a. a. This past week. N- 
And I always sound like he smokes. <laughs> and he chain smokes in the back of a 7-Eleven. <laughs> what I will say, just to start things mm. off, is that the game between UCF and Auburn just goes to show that the committee needs to start giving love to some of these schools that the are in group these... of five schools. Yeah, bro. That. I know we talked about it last week, but like they that just don't... they further showed that point. Like Auburn beat two number one teams during their season, and then they got beat by UCF. Yeah, man. Any given like... Saturday, mm-hmm. you know what it is too, though, is that uh, it just shows that honestly, we could we could take care of all this with one thing, bro. Just put us on a committee. Yeah, word. We'll, then we'll add more teams, make it an eight. Eight play eight game playoff. Word. Eight, eight, game. eight I'm sorry. Eight game. Eight team. I was about to be like, that's a really long playoff. Best of eight bro. series. Yeah. Oh my god. Best, best of eight. We can't even do a best of eight series. Yet. Mm-hmm. Best the of office. eight. Nice. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I think I think that uh, the committee is going to be continued to be proven wrong, and I think at some point in time there will be a computer element to this. It's going to have to be. It's going to have to be. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just it's just too crazy because at the end of the day, Wait, you know, even a though computer element. So you telling me a possibility of bringing back a BCS type system along with along with um, the committee, demons, yeah, the old folks. See, because because what I what I was realizing was um, Clemson was number one, right? Clemson was number yes. one, and uh, number one. Even though Alabama, I mean, easily was the better team. Um, it just goes to show you that at the end of the day, like none of this was was correct. Um, although Alabama was one of the better teams that night, I still don't think Alabama deserves to be in there. I think at the end of the day, if we're talking about just pure on logic, a championship game loser should have higher credence than a team that didn't make it to the championship at all. Indeed, I don't care about strength of schedule. Uh, it's not my fault that you're in a in a harder conference. That's, Indeed, that's on you. If a team wins a conference, a team wins a conference. Period. I don't. I don't have time for strength of schedule crap. Indeed, yeah. because because at the end of the day, people were saying, "Oh well, based off of what the committee's saying, Miami should have beat Wisconsin." Now, and I hate to bring this up because I do like the U. I, I support the U against everybody against except Florida State, but. But there it is. I knew it was coming. Wisconsin did end up winning that game. Indeed. So what does that mean for strength of schedule? Because we were saying on paper and in committees, Miami's the better team. But when one, we went to the field, that wasn't the case. One takeaway, since you said real quick, one takeaway I took from that game that I realized about Miami, they don't know how to recover when they get hit in the mouth. Yes. They're young. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. why I say that. Yes. Yeah, no, I I agree. But that was just one thing I took away. Like once, because they started the game out, you know, strong, but then like they got hit in the mouth and kind of just couldn't get right. their footing back the rest of the game. Which is a big takeaway that a lot of people, a lot of uh, Miami enthusiasts overlook. I'm a Miami fan, of course, but a lot of Miami enthusiasts overlooked that this Miami team wasn't supposed to do what it did this year. It was clearly, this. it was clearly. A second year of the rebuilding process. So this was a great thing for Miami moving forward. They're ahead of schedule. Yeah, way ahead of schedule. They're ahead of schedule. So it, for them being a young team doing this, oh man, guys. So next year is when you have to put up or shut up. I just, you know, I just think that when it all boils down to it, just it. 
I just don't like the strictly committee element. I, I've always felt like when it comes to things such as college football or all-star games or whatever the case may be, I always felt like all three elements should be put into play. I feel like the computer should be an element because it's a machine. There's no emotions. Mm-hmm. I feel like humans should be there because they see the field, whereas computers don't. And I do feel like, and I've always felt this way, fans should have a poll. Fans should have fans a poll and it should, should count. should have a poll. And it should count. I, I, yeah, I, and I just agree that way because I feel like if... You say this is an important thing and there should be no biases. I feel like there is enough genuine college football fans out there who are not going to put their team at tops. You're a huge Hurricane fan. Mm -hmm. Would you have ever put the UM at number one after they lost to Clemson? No. That's the point. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just think that if if you bring a fan element and you say, oh, well, the fan element is... 5% 5% of the vote. And that's enough to change something, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and I feel the same way, like I said, about All-Star Games. I feel that way about Hall of Fame. I feel that way about a lot of things. I feel like fans should have a say. Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy, but it really isn't. I feel like a certain extent of, yeah, like yeah, a like percentage. Because that's, what, that's one thing I hate about the Pro Bowl is that it's all fans. So like you got people who didn't do much during the season that are in the Pro Bowl. And it's like... Because they're, right. they're from metropolitan areas. Yeah, like, but think about this. Like, and this is to be take my personal bias. Like, Kilo Max in the Pro Bowl, but he didn't really do much to deserve a Pro Bowl spot this year. Metropolitan, yeah, it's yeah. a household name. But think about this though: if we don't uh, include the fans, why the hell do we give it to the reporters? This is valid too. Reporters yeah, have biases. They absolutely yeah. have biases. And and I mean, at the end of the day, like, and the reason why I say that is because I have to ask. There, I won't say no names because I was going to. But if you're going to tell me that there's certain, certain uh, reporters out there, if you're telling me that they're not going to pull a stunt for their respective team, you out your mind. You out your mind. You hear how some of these, you hear how some of these reporters be talking about their teams or whatever the case may be. Like, I'll say this name because I know like everybody knows about him. Feinbaum. Mm-hmm. You're gonna tell me that he's not he's not gonna put an SEC team over any other team? You know it. He doesn't talk about any other team but SEC teams. Right. Right now he's having the time of his life. Georgia versus Alabama in a championship game? What? Let's go, Georgia. You understand what I'm saying? And like this is this is why all those things matter. And and, and I'm gonna bring this back to what we were talking about before. Number one, I don't think Clemson is better than Miami. Number two. I don't think Ohio State's better than Wisconsin. Number three, I don't think Alabama's better than Georgia, but we'll see when, when the game happens. Mm. Um, there was a bunch of... The, and number four, I do really feel like UCF is a top four team this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen next year, but this year, UCF is a top four team. FAU, whether people want to admit it or not, could definitely be a top 25 team. This year, this is the whole group of five element or whatever the case may be. That would have been cool. Think about all the schools right now. <clears throat> let's think of top four group of five and, and let's analyze this for a second. Mm-hmm. Let's take the champions. Let's take UCF, mm-hmm. FAU, mm-hmm. Um, Toledo, mm-hmm. Um, and shoot, we'll even throw oh, Memphis. You're going to tell me if them four went at it in a playoff game, we wouldn't see some good games? Solid games. FAU versus UCF, 
Toledo versus um, Memphis or vice versa, Memphis versus UCF would be a barn burner. That was. A, that was. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it would be a barn burner again. Yep. Throw USF in there. There's a bunch of group of five teams we could throw in there that we're taking away from entertaining football. Some teams, FAU got no business playing Akron. Oh. Yeah, that was not something. That's that, crazy. Nobody wanted to see That's that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Who did Memphis play this year in the bowl game? Memphis played. Hold on, let me see if I have it. I know right we here. spoke about it. Yeah, we did. We spoke about uh, it. I just can't remember who it is. Memphis played. Hmm, who did Memphis play? Memphis saw Iowa State. Iowa State yeah. won the score of that game. 21 20. Liberty Bowl. Iowa State won that one, right? Iowa State won Iowa that Iowa State won that one. Memphis has business playing Iowa State. But look at the score of that game. Well, you, you called that game, though. You said Iowa State going to win that for defense. And yeah. That scores that, exactly that. Exactly. But the thing about it is, is those are the games we should be seeing. Group of five teams, the best of group of five teams should be seeing the best of Power Five teams. Yeah. To go back, Period. To go back on that Memphis and UCF game, the final score was 55-62. to 62. I would love to see that again. Come on. That was an amazing game. That's yeah. a basketball score. That was yeah. an amazing game. <laughs> yeah. That was an amazing game. The UCF-USF game was an amazing game. Like yeah. Some of the best games of the year were group of five games. Oh, yep. my God. 55-62 you know I mean? in overtime, by the way. And, 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 that's, and that's the bottom line. Like I just feel like we put way too much precedent on. And I, I'm, not even, I'm not even going to say power five teams. I'm going to say we put too much precedence on the SEC and the Big Ten. Yeah. We way too much. Uh, we spoke I'm, I'm about this. this. We don't. The reporters do. Because what we spoke about the New Year, the New Year's Eve six, the six bowl games that they have, which is after New Year's. We know it's the Peach Bowl. Um, this year was the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. And then what were the two non? What were the two non um, college football playoff games? Uh oh the um yeah the Citrus Bowl Peach Bowl Outback Bowl Orange Bowl. So Citrus Bowl and the Outback Bowl. Who was in the Citrus Bowl? Citrus Bowl was Notre Dame and LSU. Notre Dame and LSU. Notre Dame, who is an independent, mm-hmm. and LSU, who's a what? SEC. That's SEC. And then not, we even, the, not even the runner-up. Though. And then we have, exactly, we had the Outback Bowl, and the Outback Bowl was who and who? Michigan, South Carolina. South Carolina. Michigan. Michigan is who? Big Ten. Big Ten. South Carolina is not SEC, even the But not even SEC. the runner-up. Those are not this even is what I'm saying. Ups. Like this is crazy to me that they're getting the big money after New Year bowl game. Right, the real bowl game. That's, cra- that's crazy. That's crazy because we had better teams that should, didn't get that like. What happened to NC State? What happened to? Um, I mean, granted, USC got killed, but what happened to USC? Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> you know I did. I mean? Yeah. What yeah. happened to? Um, what's another? What's another? Um, Top tier team. TCU. T- Come on, man. TCU. Like we we had other teams that should have got some love. Stanford. Stanford. That Stanford TCU game could have easily have been a New Year's game. Well, or, or that was a great game, by the or way. Or for the matter, the take Wisconsin and Miami. You please switch it. Flip it for South Carolina, Michigan. You flip it. Swap it out. Yeah, man. Like put that, that put them New Year's. That junk was crazy. Like I just I just didn't agree. I didn't agree with exactly what was going on. You know what I'm saying, and like I, I just think that I'll, I'll be, I'll be very, I'll be very fair with 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 this assessment. I don't think the college football playoff is a bad idea. Right. I don't think it's a bad idea at all. Actually, I think it's very fun. I think it brings competition to a whole new level, and I like it. 
However, we cannot sit here and say this is not a flawed system. Right. There will always be a flawed system. But you want to know the difference between the BCS and this committee? The BCS, everybody was like, oh, man, um, the computer tripping. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's a computer. So it is mm-hmm. what it is. Yo, here, this is human. So now we're not talking about technology tripping. We're talking about this is people. So now because it's people, there's a very human element to it. We're talking about biases and if -hmm. they're cheating and if there's this and if there's that. And the crazy thing is there might not be. Mm -hmm. There might not be. But because we don't have... Other At least it open for that interpretation. Yeah. Exactly. The BCS, so it but, it. but yeah. the BCS low key was tripping. There was one particular year where um, the hurricanes, I believe, were undefeated and got skipped by Florida State. I forget that, and then that's when Florida State lost to Oklahoma in, in that bowl game. Absolutely, yeah. but, but then again, BCS. but again, in that retrospect, just remember, even though that Miami team was better, that was when they started talking about that whole debate on should conference play matter. Because they were in the Big East, who was just super weak at that time. Mm-hmm. Like there was, there were the only team that you guys had to worry about was Vatek. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was trash, and you guys was thrashing everybody. So they were looking at it, well, based off of the quote unquote computer. Everybody was just like, man, like this is just, this is pretty much just um, saying like, oh well, because they got a weak schedule, of course they're supposed to go undefeated. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that team is actually really. Right. One, one thing um, that I was really, it made me really happy that UCF won um, was just because, you know, if Auburn would have won that game, the committee would have used that to hang their hat on. Like, see, we told you these schools can't hang with, you know, the SEC and these other power five schools but and stuff like that. Can. Exactly. So that's why I'm happy. Like they won and showed. Um, yeah, we're here. And they won and, that game outright, And Auburn too. struggled <laughs> in that game. Yeah, they won like, that game outright. There was no, like, yeah, oh, well, if Auburn would have did no. this, no, UCF was the better team. They were. They were the better team. They were. That defense was flying all over the place. Right. And, like, what's crazy now is that we could potentially have a national champion who did not win a conference champion, yeah. a conference championship. And I thought the whole motive of the college football playoff was to, to make sure conference that champion. conference champions were the ones that were represented. So yeah. it's kind of crazy. So but, uh, it, what's um what's Buddy's name on UCF? Is it Sh- is it Shalit Griffin, or is that his brother? Shaquille. The, Shaquille is Shaquille. Yeah. yeah, the one the one who has the missing hand. Yeah, yeah, he's nice. He's a baller, man. Yeah, he's nice. Do y'all think he gets? Drafted, yeah, I think he, he gets, goes undrafted. He gets, he gets drafted. He gets drafted. Now, the question is, it depends on what position certain teams are. We know that there's teams that are daring enough to pick him up. But are they going to be in advantageous positions to take that risk? I hope so, man. Because that man, he is like a homing beacon on the ball. And he flies to it every, every single play without fail. If nobody picks him up, the Patriots will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why? You know why he makes the NFL team? Because there's a story to sell in the NFL. It's about cash revenue. But will he start? If he goes to the Patriots, he'll play. He'll see meaningful minutes. We're looking for him to be a special teams player and to sell, sell. Yeah, if he's sell. if he's going to your traditional team, then no, he's not gonna play. <clears throat> Unfortunately, he's gonna have to earn it. Quote unquote. That's what they're Unfair. looking at. But okay. yeah, man. Um, so, um, just looking at something real quick, the AP poll before the, the AP poll that came out before the 
Clemson and Alabama game is as was as followed. It was Clemson at number one, Oklahoma at number two. I mean, before the um the, the two games, Clemson number one, Oklahoma was number two, Georgia was number three, Alabama was four. Uh, did we have this already? No, we didn't. Alabama was four, Ohio State was five, Wisconsin six, Auburn seven, USC eight, Penn State nine, UCF ten, Miami eleven. And followed by the so forth, so so on. So that that's how it switched. I don't understand why UCF is ten when USC lost handsomely, and they said they're eight. That's the coaches' poll. I believe this is AP Associated yeah, Press. Yep, yeah, Associated Press. That's wild. It, it, it's, to me, it's crazy. USC. Should definitely be in the teens because the way in the fashion that they lost, and, right. and in Auburn as well. How does Auburn ranked higher than the team they lost to? Right, it's nuts. Wow. Cool. All right. Well, so it's now time to announce the winner of the NCAA picks. Hold on, bro. I got to tell you about Saquon Barkley. He had 18 carries, 137 yards rushing, um, 7.2, I mean, 7.6 average, two touchdowns, like I said. Like I said. And they won that game. Like I said. I want people to know what's going on. And my guy's going to the NFL. Unfortunately, it will be a Brown for three to four years before he makes a name for himself. He's not going to get picked up by the Browns. Who? You think the Cleveland Browns are going to go to... They're going quarterback. Well, they got number one and number four picks. They're not going to pick Shaquan. You think... Well, well, we'll just get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that with that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, B? Um, What do I want to talk about? Uh, Oh, I'm still a a big fan of... um, Baker Mayfield, even with the quote-unquote antics, what people like to call him, I love that whole uh, the bravado he brings to the game, that all all that hype. Me personally, I'm a fan of my quarterback being hype. So I'm a fan of my leader of my team, ideally the ideally the uh, quarterback being the hypest player in the team because it gets my team going. For those people who get upset about it, I don't understand it. Well, I'm sorry, I do understand it. You guys are. Um, living in the old times, or you guys like the traditional quarterback to just be quiet, to be yes or no, sir, we got to do it by the book. Well, it's 2018, everything is changing, the name of the game, nature of the beast, and if the signal caller wants to be a loudmouth, reckless guy who gets the job done, I'm all up for it. Okay, <clears throat> not disagreeing with you, but I just wanted to bring another element because, you know, this is a sports podcast and that's what we do. Um, I completely like what Baker Mayfield does for the team. I think the team responds to him real well. And um, I don't believe that they get to where they are if they have a different quarterback mm-hmm. in that in, in on that team. Mm-hmm. Now, what needs to be understood from not just Mayfield proponents, but Mayfield opponents, is that it's a double-edged sword. It's It's a double-edged sword. And what we got going on here is if you are doing what you're supposed to do, Mm -hmm. if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, 
and you're winning arrogantly, if that's what they want to call it, all is well in the world. Absolutely. However, these are the things that's going to happen when you lose. You're going to have people in your face telling you to be humble. You're going to have people saying, are those antics the exact reason why they lost? And I will say this to a certain extent. I absolutely do think that it plays a part. It juices the other team up. But see, it see, does the same way it juices your team. It juices the other team too. I know I don't want to lose to a dude who's in my face doing a, a doing a slit throat sign. I'm like, man, I want to knock his head off. Okay, I could. Agree. You see what I'm saying? I, I, I agree with that, but I don't think that it makes it makes this team bad. I mean, no, no, no I don't it, think it, it not hurt makes this team bad, but I don't think it it hurt him. I don't think it should hurt him either. It, if anything, it brings another. It brings that element of the game for everyone. It gives you a reason to play extra hard because now, if you were just being lazy, you just wanted to win the game, or you wanted to patch your stats. Now you playing for you know what? I'm gonna show this dude out. I don't disagree. I I I agree with that. It's just at the end of the day, we must recognize that it is a double-edged sword. When you're winning, it's all good in the hood. You do what you want and as you please. But just know that if that's the way you're going to carry yourself, when you take this L, just know that it's going to be all on you for the things that you're pulling. Well, now, it's if, fine because the quarterback position, I'm sorry, I'm so no, sorry. No, no, go ahead, bro. Quarter, the quarterback position always gets the, you know, the brute of everything when the team's absolutely, primarily lose. Absolutely. So it doesn't look like a bad thing in my opinion. But right. Carry on. So now, now what happens is we're going to the draft. So now it's up to the general manager of the team to ask himself, he's a talent. Albeit a little controversial, he's a talent. Am I okay with having this talent on my side of the field? Now, me as a general manager, I absolutely want that. 100%. Because I know I would I would want somebody who leads me who has that much confidence to where it is what it is. Because, I mean, you see, you saw both sides of that passion come out in the game. You mm-hmm. see him when he was up and he was doing what he was supposed to do. And then... At the same time, at the same time, you saw what happens when he loses. Mm-hmm. He had no words to say. That doesn't mean he's not humble, or that doesn't mean, oh, well, that's what he gets for being so confident yeah, or whatever. Humble yourself. No, I don't. What? I don't think it's any of that. I think that's he his gave passion. you. Yeah, he gave you. He gave you a reason to play hype. Exactly. So, Thank that man. So I mean, at the end of the day. It is a double-edged sword. Do I think it hurts his draft stock with some people? Yes, I do. I do. I think there are some teams that would that would have loved to pick him up, but due to some of the things that he's done, they won't. Is that stupid? Sure. My rebuttal to them is that he's Drew Brees if Drew Brees was in college right now. Because remember, Drew Brees is the same guy who rouses up his team before games. He's the hype machine when it comes to New Orleans Saints. If Drew Brees is hype... New Orleans Saints are hype. If Drew Brees is flat, Saints are flat. But Drew Brees doesn't go the extra mile because he doesn't. He wasn't playing football in college in this era. If you playing college football in this era, I think you'd have that. Right, I understand. So, yeah, that's that's my views on that, and that's his views on that. Um, who won, bro? Who won? Me. I'll tell you who won. <laughs> So, it all came down to this week. There was a lot of bowl games. Um, and B finished uh, 
This week's picks, he finished last. Yeah, that was terrible. What? Yeah. He went 500. Whoa. So, gaps closed. I will say that. That being said, in first place, with a record of 100 wins, 45 losses. B, you still got it. Hey. <laughs> Salutations. Second place uh, went to Nels, 97 and 48. Lit. And then I came in third, 96 and 49. Double it. So, you know, it was actually closer than I thought it was going to end up. Yeah, the Virginia game messed you up. Virginia, didn't, Virginia messed me up, too. Virginia yeah. game messed you up. There's a few games that messed me up. Virginia what messed you, me what up. What did you get wrong on? Um... I mean, I went fifteen and nine. Oh no, I went fourteen and ten. You went fifteen and nine. So I'm not gonna read off all the games, but I mean, the big one. Let's see, Alabama. We all got wrong. Uh, hmm. Yeah, the Alabama game. Wisconsin, Miami. Mm-hmm. We got wrong. Uh, there's a few games. Iowa State. Yeah, Nels got that right. No, he didn't. He flip flopped. He stayed Iowa State first, then he flipped over to Memphis. Oh, oh because wow. you because you said, "Oh, we got to go Memphis." Because we talked about it. The oh whole yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. He was, he was swayed. <laughs> but I went. But I went with it, saying that I knew Iowa State was gonna win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So B, congratulations, you won the picks. Appreciate it. That being said, who you guys got for the national championship game? Georgia or Alabama? Georgia. I said, you know, I'm rolling with Georgia. I want Georgia to take it. I'm going Georgia. Georgia. Bama. I want Georgia to win, but Bama got it. All right. I think it'd be. I can agree. I, I can agree with <clears throat> with your retrospect. Yeah. I know yeah, why I, you're yeah, saying Bama, and I completely 100% agree. But just because I want Alabama to lose so bad, I don't want to say <laughs> Bama. <clears throat> you put any team, you put Alabama in a different school's uniform. I'm going with that team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, y'all. Moving right along to the NFL. It is officially <laughs> Wild Card Weekend, and the uh, N F L. Oh, you thought you was getting away with that today? You're annoying. The N A F A L A. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, just hit the 15 second mark niff, to, niff, niff, to skip past niff, all this. Niff. All right. Bro, you're not going to... Bless you, bro. Thank you, bro. You know this every week. So, playoffs are locked. Wildcard weekend is here. Um, Give you guys the seeds right now. We are here. We are here. Um, In the AFC, we got the Patriots at one, Steelers at two. They're on the bye this week. You got Jags at three, Chiefs at four, Titans at five, and Bills at six. Bills getting a playoff spot for the first time (laughs) since 1999. Speaking of the Bills... Did you hear? Hey, was that? Pe- was Peterman playing? No. Ask that question again, bro. Once again. Hey, was Peterman playing? No. With that being said, um, and Andy Dalton got over two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. From Buffalo natives, because that's that, lit. That because they won that playoff yeah, game. Yeah, he played spoiler <laughs> to the Ravens. And then on top of that, oh though, wow, really? Yeah, yeah. And then the money you called the money, it. The money totals was $17 for 17 years since the Bills have been in the playoffs. Huh. 
They ended the longest playoff drought on in all, sports. Yeah. In, in sports. Longest current, 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 current sports yeah, right in, now. In current, current sports, sports right, right now. now. Oh. They were the only team that hadn't made the playoffs in this century. Correct. In all sports. I think Buffalo. They, I think Buffalo might be shaking some stuff up, man. Yeah, they will. After this year, yeah. Because I like Tyrod. Well, I mean, they'll be out after this year. Tyrod to Jacksonville. Uh-huh. Nah, Lamar's going to Jacksonville. But they need Tyrod there, too. For. No. I want Tyrod there, too. All right, so in the NFC, we got the Eagles at one, Vikings at two. They're off this week. You got the Rams at three, Saints at four, Panthers at five, Falcons at six. Um, Say that again, bro. Eagles at one. Mm-hmm. Vikings at two. Mm-hmm. Rams at three. Mm-hmm. Saints at four. Mm-hmm. Panthers five. Mm-hmm. Falcons six. Yeah, NFC South, bro. Yeah. Wow. They all balled out. Wow. Yeah, those three teams. I mean, Saints and Panthers both went 11 and five, and the Falcons went 10 and six. Wow. Yep. Um, and we have experienced Black Monday. Um, not as many coaches are out as initially expected. I mean, it's still early on. Things can still happen. But as of right now, there are one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, six head coaching positions open officially. Unofficially, five head coaching positions open. Ooh. It was um, left and right. Yep. Yeah, so you got the Colts head coach, Lions head coach, Bears head coach, um, Cardinals head coach since Bruce Arians retired. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Raiders head coach and the Giants head coach. You know, that's a good coach, man. Bruce, Bruce Arians awesome. is a good coach, awesome. man. Now, I said five um, unofficial because the Raiders is pretty much locked up with John Gruden. They're just waiting to fulfill their duties for the, the Rooney rule, and then they'll be able to hire Gruden officially. So they're kind of just playing coy until then. Um, the Packers have fired... Their defensive coordinator and their GM. Well, actually, no. Their GM's moving to a different uh, part of the franchise. He's like being like their um, assistant of football, whatever. Like, yeah, he's a different part of the organization. Instead of getting fired, he stepped down for this position. Yeah, and the head coach is it Mike McCarthy? The Packers? Mm, I believe so, yes. Yeah, they gave him a one-year extension, so I'm guessing this is a prove-it year for the Packers. Speaking of extensions, the Marvin Lewis extension was the one that blew me up. I was just about to get to that, yeah. Well, that was because of him. He was going to walk away, and he decided to stay. Uh They they left it up to him, so he decided to stay for another two years. I mean, granted, he hasn't won you any playoff games, but he's a good coach. Yep. And He keeps uh, his players around. John Elway decided not to... Fire Vance Joseph, so he, he's safe he for couldn't. now. He yeah. yeah, John Elway couldn't fire that. It, it, it you brought him into you brought him into a crap heap. Yeah, right. it would look <laughs> terrible for John Elway if he fired him. He's an asshole if he does that. It's right. terrible. You know. Now, one thing I will say, um, you know, as a Raiders fan, I am interested to see what Gruden does when he gets to Oakland. He did turn our franchise around when he got there in '98. Um, he was responsible for that. Granted, you know, people can say whatever he wanted about his time in Tampa. And, oh, he only won the Super Bowl because he inherited the team from Tony Dungy. All that good stuff. Still got to be a good coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, people forget in his time in Oakland, he did turn our entire franchise around. Um, and he he's a Raider. The way he carries himself, you know, the whole Chucky doll, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like, it's very Raiders-esque. And um, I'm going to see what he can do with... Derek Carr, I mean, I feel like a lot of stuff has happened this year with Derek, and he needs somebody to kind of 
rein him in a little bit and just get those things backfiring that we saw a couple years ago, you know, and I think he can he can definitely help with that. And he's a no and he's a no bullshit coach. So mm-hmm. any kind of other antics going on in that locker room are gonna get cut out real quick. I really thought he was gonna go to college. I thought he was going to Tampa. Who's that? Gruden. Gruden. He's taking it? Yeah, he's. It's basically all but official. They have to fulfill the Rooney Rule, which is well, it's not official. I don't want to hear. It. Yeah, well, they're required to interview um, a, min- a minority um, candidate for well, any head coaching or staff position. Well, I'm about to put my name in then. Okay. Oh yeah, lit. B, go get that. You know, I just want to put my name in there, shake it up a little bit. Scat. Yeah. He, he has a Chucky dog. I got sideshow Bob. I'm done with you. You do have a sideshow Bob. I'm done with you. You know. All right. Um, Rooney Rule. So, a question I wanted to ask you guys. Because I think um, outside of, you know, Gruden and the Raiders, the top two candidates right now for becoming a head coach would be Josh McDaniels and uh, Patricia, uh, Patricia from the Patriots. Uh, I think we can all pretty much agree on that. Uh, Teams are going to be, you know, trying to get at them hard. Out of the available teams, Colts, Lions, Bears, Cardinals, Giants, what's the most appealing to you guys for each of them, do you think? Giants. Giants. For both? Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Because he's an offensive genius. More weapons. Yep. I but would, honestly, but I would say I would say the Lions, honestly, for offense. Because he has a prime Matthew Stafford no, right now. I'm going to Cardinals or Giants. Because at the Cardinals, all they need is a quarterback. I could get a young buck. They still got weapons over there. They still got a, a, a very smart Larry. And what's your color comes off? If he off, decides to stay. If he decides to stay, and I believe he does. And what's your yeah. color comes back off injury? Uh, what's the name? Uh, the running back. Uh, what's the big back? Uh, can I add? Can I add some logic in here real quick? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. I'm just I, I'm, I'm just spitballing here. I just want to see. I just want to throw this in there so we can keep the conversation going because I don't want to say it once it's dead. Right. You've got to remember that Josh McDaniels has a protege out there at the 49ers. Oh, 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 Jimmy G. He's He's, I'm just saying. They just hired Kyle Shanahan. They're not messing with that at all. I'm just throwing it out there. No chance. Just throwing it out there. Zero chance. Just throwing it out there. Zero chance. You never know. He might. 0.0% chance. He might come back to the Patriots. Yikes. Oh, you think Jimmy G's going to come back? No, 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 no. Josh McDaniels is going to sit it out the Patriots and see what happens with the Oh, they both very well might. I'm saying if they were to take a job, like what would be the most enticing option for you? Just New like, York, Arizona. Personally, I agree. I would just say for Josh McDaniels, I would say the Lions because he would have a prime Matthew Stafford. Or he might want to go a Bears route and turn around that offense because they already have a defense in place. Hell and you can get Mitchell Trubisky, get a couple of receivers around there, and he can make things work because they have a dynamic running game already Hell as no. well. Hell no. Um, Giants and Arizona because they got the weapons already for the offense. And Josh McDonald's is an offensive guy. The, you just need I a signal you. caller for both teams. I feel you. Um, I'll go to those two. The team I wouldn't want to touch with the 10-foot pole is the Colts. Easy, man. Yeah. That is a disaster. Disaster zone. I, I personally, and I'm not even saying this with any bias, if I'm in their shoes, I'm staying in New England. Right. No, I feel you. I'm not throwing, well, I'm not throwing another reason, anything for anything. Another interesting thing, and what I've been hearing about uh, the Lions, I guess their GM has some kind of affiliation with the Patriots. I, I don't know if he used to work for them yeah, or something like that. Yeah, he used to work for them, yeah. So, I don't know if that could Well, he help used to in... work for Belichick. Okay. Belichick was in uh, Cleveland. 
Really? I thought he did something with the Patriots. He um, might have, but I know okay. it goes back to Got that. you. I got you. So I don't know if maybe he'll use try to use some of that to persuade one of them to go over there. Um, as far as Matthew Patricia goes, I, honestly, it's the same. I like either... Is it Matthew Patricia? Why do I keep saying Matthew Patricia? I think that's his name, bro. Anyways, Patricia. Um, I want to say either the Giants or the Lions again. I, th- I think both of those... Uh, Teams have promise on defense as well. Um, you know what, what? What what division are the Giants? Giants are in. They're in your division. What do you mean? What division are they in? The I'm, not, I'm sorry, not the Giants. I'm not thinking about the Giants. I'm saying Lions. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm so to sorry. Me? What? NFC North, bro. Yeah, they're the NFC North. Don't even bother with those guys. Giants. You go Giants or you go Arizona. You know what? You what you fight? Two teams. If you go to Giants, Philly and Dallas. Dallas yeah. might implode on themselves. It might. Yeah. Yeah, there's a good chance yeah. for it. For sure. So you really go against Philly. For sure. Just split it. Just split it with Philly and you're in the playoffs. That's what you gotta look at. Just split it. That's it. Right. You go to Arizona, who you who you find off? Who do you have to fight off in Arizona? The Rams. Rams. And who else? Uh, San Francisco is gonna be San a problem Francisco next year. Seahawks. San Fran's gonna be a problem next year. I'm not really worried about uh, the Seahawks anymore. I can't say San Francisco. I, I can't agree that San Francisco is going to be a Jimmy problem. Jimmy G is going to be undefeated with Jimmy G. Because <laughs> who, Jimmy G is 4-0? 5-6-0. Oh? Oh. All right, so Jimmy G. No, no, 5-0. Oh. Sorry, 5-0. Oh. He's 5-0? He's 5-0. Oh. Oh. I, oh. I, I predict Jimmy G to start the season 0-5. Oh Whoa. Hot take. All right, we're going to remember this. Yeah. Everybody remember. Put the heat on them, dog. B, are you going to watch next season? Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back live. All right, next bet. Um, yeah, so Carson Palmer did retire after 15 seasons. Great, um, great career. He did. He, he, sh- he, he should have won one at, at Cincinnati that year when they hurt him. That was the year where Cincinnati was going to go to the Super Bowl, and I think they were going to win it. When, who, who did Steelers lose to? Was that Patriots? Well, that one, Patriots, I mean, Steelers won that one. Steelers went all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they, they won that one. I think that's the one they won against Green Bay. Yeah. Easily a Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl victory had Carson Palmer did not get hurt. Because that year, offensively, nobody was touching those guys. That's true. Carson Palmer looked like the old Heisman guy from USC. Oh, yeah. You know, as far as what he was and what he did... He had a good career. He had a great career. He came run. in hot because, you know, he was a Heisman Trophy winner and a first round, I mean, a number one draft pick. He did, he did damn good. Right. Yeah. 15 I'm, solid years. He did damn good. For, for, a, for a Heisman winner, he came in and played like a Heisman guy through and through. You can never say Carson Palmer was, ah, I wouldn't pick that guy. We're just going to forget about that short amount, that short stint with the Raiders. We're just going to forget about it. He wasn't that bad over there. He wasn't that, that good either. That team wasn't that great. <laughs> Yeah. Who did he have? Uh, that's just true. Uh, his receivers he had, let's see, he had Darius Hayward Bay. Oh. Joey Porter? Uh, I don't know if he had Porter. He had uh, Porter. Jacoby oh, Ford. Uh, All speed, no hands. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think Jerry Porter was there. Jacoby Ford. Well, he might have been. He, he was probably been. the vet The vet at that yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's one of the best Madden teams of all time. Oh, but they no, were so fast. All go. Oh, just, all go. The Jamarcus Russell era. All go, and then you just have God. Carson Palmer just use that 94 throwing power and just throw the ball down the field. Ain't it. Jamarcus had 97. Um, 
All right, so that's true. He did. What I want to do before we get into um, uh, oh, something else, actually, um, let's give the end of the year awards. You know, week eight, we kind of did our early predictions. Now that the year is wrapped up, you know, now that more injuries have occurred and things like that, I kind of want to get your guys' opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, um, where are we where we are. So do you want, should I start with the big one first and yeah, work our way down? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. All right, let's do it. MVP. Um, since I guess we have to take Carson Wentz out of the equation. That's not fair. And Antonio Brown out of the equation. Also not fair. Yeah. But that's how they're going to do it. I think Tom Brady will win. However. You want to say Todd Gurley? I'm going to say Todd Gurley, man. Uh, I was, he doesn't have enough rushing, rushing numbers. 1,305 yards rushing, 13 touchdowns, 788 receiving yards, and six touchdowns. Dylan, Dylan, listen to this. His rushing numbers are not enough. To, Sir, I am not Dylan. I just want to because I know Dylan, would be, Dylan is listening. <laughs> he is good. He's definitely going to listen to this. 1,300 yards rushing is not enough. How many touchdowns? How many touchdowns? 13 rushing touchdowns. 13 rushing touchdowns and 1,300 yards is not enough for a running back to win the MVP. The last running back to win that MVP eclipsed 2,000 yards. Adrian Peterson in 2012. The the guy before that who was a running back that won the MVP, LaDainian Thomas, he broke the rushing touchdown record. I feel you. So there's no way that um, um, Todd Gurley wins this. And I like the Todd Gurley factor. I love it. We we have, I know I know I'm not factoring in the almost a thousand yards receiving as a running back. I know I'm not. I just look at how much of a game changer he is. He's the most and, valuable oh player on gosh. this team. But so is that four year forty year old slinging the football around over there in New England, who did pretty much repeated the same numbers he had when he won the MVP back in 07. Right. So give no, it time. At forty years old to do the same numbers you did almost ten years ago. Give it to the guy. I can't lie. It's my personal bias that doesn't want to give it to Tom. No, no, no. I, I, would, yeah, I, I want I, to see somebody. I, can, I confess up to that. I want to see. <laughs> but remember, I told you that, that Tom Brady had practically the same numbers for four years yeah. and only won one MVP. Yep. He did the same numbers for four years and only won one MVP. He should have had four. Should have yeah, just gave him four. So if you if you want to go new face, you give it to Tom Gurley. But if you want to go by the numbers, you got to give it to the 40-year-old man who's Got the Patriots at the number one seed yet again in the playoffs to get that first round by the home field advantage yet again. Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Nose. Tom Brady. Because remember, a couple weeks ago, I was saying Cam, and Cam is not in this argument anymore. I wanted to be Todd Gurley. That's that's um, once, once in need. I mean, once in what the actual was there. As 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 you look at this list of past eighteen winners, we see. I'll even take it back twenty because we're in eighteen now. Uh, we see one, two, three, four, five running backs that have won. And like he said, they had phenomenal years. Like if I tell you this list: Barry Sanders, Terrell Davis, Marshall Falk. Sean Alexander, LaDainian Tomlinson, Adrian Peterson. I added um, Barry Sanders there because he's 97. Uh-huh. But all those guys had at least, at least 1,800 
all-purpose yards. Yeah. yeah. At least. Well, I mean, he um, has he's, he, he has, has over two thousand. He has over two thousand all-purpose yards. All-purpose. But he's not he's not doing what Marshall Falk did. Right. No, I, he's, I, he's, I, not, I he's not hitting Marshall Falk numbers. Um, I I think that uh, I think that uh, it's gonna go to Tom. Um, so we all agree it's all going to yeah, it's Tom. Yeah, it's gonna go to Tom. Unfortunately. It's all good. I mean, he put up great numbers. So we're not even going to debate that because that's, I mean, Tom Tom did Tom this year. So, I mean, no debate there. Um, okay, so that's MVP. So, Offensive Player of the Year usually goes to somebody different for the most part. Am I right? Or is that, does it go to the MVP a lot of times too? What? The Offensive Player of the Year. Usually, it's usually the MVP. So oh, it's still usually the same person. Unless it's like, unless you have you a, a receiver or running back that like had stupid numbers. Well, I don't know if he had stupid numbers, but I'm putting I'm putting Antonio Brown. Hey, I'm there, Antonio before, before Brown, we play uh, for the Offensive MVP, uh, that, yeah. that Offensive you, Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, you give that to Todd Gurley hands down. Most valuable player on this team. I only did it because I had him as M- I put him as my MVP. Okay, just yeah. a just a quick. I feel what you're saying. A quick tidbit for Dylan because I know Dylan's probably flipping tables <laughs> right now. Um, in in don't worry, you guys can debate this next week. In '99, in '99, Marshall Falk ran for 1,300 yards and also eclipsed a thousand yards receiving. Oh, did not win the MVP. He did okay. not win the MVP. So Dylan, the years, the years that he won the MVP, what did he have? Yeah, Dylan's going to flip for this, and I hate that you said you had me say this. The year that he won the MVP, he had thirteen hundred yards, eight hundred yards receiving. How many touchdowns total? But, uh, how many touchdowns total? Um, uh, 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 twenty six, twenty six total. Twenty six total. Twenty six total, total touchdowns. But it may not have been a good year all around. We got we can't we got to look at the rest of the field that year too because I mean that's still been. good numbers though yeah twenty six touchdowns is still a lot of touchdowns twenty six you counted for twenty six total touchdowns so that's why it's kind of hard to give it to a running back but if a running back does win it then he that man is a monster it's but then it makes it even harder when you have Tom Brady doing what Tom Brady that's, that's exactly what I'm saying it's yeah. just like you want to give it to Tom Gurley but then look what Tom just did yeah. Tom's doing it at 40. That's right. the only argument yeah, that I can say. He's on yeah. his third. He's doing it at 40, which is he's, amazing to me. He's brittle bone. Like the this, way I feel at practically 30, it's amazing. Right. You, know, so, you, you know, at a practice, Tom putting on his new balance and jogging home and checking his <laughs> Fitbit, his steps. Nah, he's Under Armour, bro. All right. Oh, okay. So, offensive player of the year, I had Antonio Brown. Uh, 1,500 yards, nine touchdowns. But the way he just demands the attention when... When he's playing, you know, defenses have to calculate for him every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had to give it to him. Uh, what about you guys? This is offensive player of the year. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give it to Todd. Right. Um, I like Antonio too, because the reason why I like Antonio is just because he's not. He's not ahead of anybody at anything. He's not the biggest. He's not the strongest. He's not the fastest. But the man just. Gives you stupid numbers. What? Every game. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Todd as far as offensive player of the year. I mean, he is the offense. Yeah. Of the Rams. I'm just looking at. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just a little little baffled here looking at these numbers. Kurt Warner won the NFL MVP with 4,800 yards passing, 36 touchdowns, 
But 22 interceptions? He what? He 22 picks? 22 picks and they gave the MVP? That's lit. That boy, he, he pretty much Santa Claus. He, he gift wrapped in everything. He's, 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 you uh, get a pick. He's, he's you get Eli a pick. before Eli. <laughs> All right, oh, my goodness. So, um... Wait, B, did you say yours or no? Yeah, I said Todd. Todd. I, okay. I, I love um, gotcha. um, um, my guy, though. I love my guy. I mean, we take it back down to Dave, but I got to give it to Todd Gurley. All right. Uh, defensive player of the year, they tend to give this to whoever has the leading sacks for the most part, um, unless someone has a crazy amount of interceptions. Who, who's leading sack? Isn't it the defense in that, um, the Jacksonville? No. In um, Arizona, Chandler Jones. That's who I put. Uh, 59 tackles, 17 sacks, two forced fumbles. Bones Jones, brother? Yep, Bones mm-hmm. Jones, brother. Shout out, to, shout out to my boy Cocaine Jones. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I have I have Chandler Jones as my defensive player there just because that's what they tend to go with. I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go. Um, I'm really having a hard time with names today. What's my guy? Yeah, you really are struggling today. It's uh, defense in from Miami, uh, Khalil Campbell. I'm going to go with Khalil Campbell. Because last time I checked, I think he had 12 and a half. Yeah, he's, um, I think he's got, I think he finished with like 14 and a half. Yeah, so. Yeah. With um, being that he plays for Jacksonville and he has those numbers and he's an aging defensive end. Not yeah, no, he played great. I debated between the Khalil two. Khalil Campbell. Yeah, I've been how many, two. How many games did Marcus Peters miss? Marcus Peters? Um, a couple, but fuck it. Who, who, leads, who leads the leads in picks right now? I just want to know. Someone from the Titans, I believe. Can you check that for me, please? Um, I definitely can. Someone from the Titans? I think so. That's a maze ball. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Khalil Campbell got 14 and a half sacks, man. Yeah. Hey, hey. You got you to gotta check that out. Is he doing that from tackle, too? Oh. Or is he an end? To Khalil Campbell is an end. Okay. See, if he was doing that from tackle, he's definitely defensive MVP. Oh, oh hands down. That's not even a question. That's not even a question. Yep, Titans. Yeah, Kevin Byard. So where's Marcus Peters at? What's his stats? Marcus Peters out here? Did he doing stuff like that? He was in the beginning of the year. That's why I'm asking. Like the lead interception, he only has eight. For but I'm not. I saw Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters has. Marcus Peters has five. Yeah. How many forced fumbles? Is there any way to pull up? Oh, you know who you could. You know who you could bring up. If I brought up Khalil's camera, you could bring up um, A.J. Bouye. I was going to bring him up next, but I just wanted to see their stat line first. Yeah, I want to see, see Peter's stat line, and I want to see Bouye's stat line. I, I got Marcus Peter's stat line right here. Okay, what he got? Uh, Marcus Peters this season. Uh, what do you want to know? His whole thing, like tackles, picks. Okay, he's got 42 total tackles. Mm-hmm. Com- yeah. He's got five picks, mm-hmm. four forced fumbles. How many of those did he recover? Does it say or it just says force fumbles? Uh, it just says force fumbles. Just okay. Says four. What's, what's AJ Bouye looking like? 56 tackles, mm-hmm. no force fumbles, six picks. If AJ Bouye had three force fumbles, he's defensive player of the year. Ugh. Mark Peters is a baller, though. I can't lie. Hey, AJ Bouye, you know why you got to give him a plug, too? He's from UCF. Shit is nasty. He's <laughs> from UCF. Um, Jalen Ramsey. He had better numbers than Jalen Ramsey, right? Yeah. People yeah. didn't really throw Jalen Ramsey. People, people, yeah, people try not to throw his way. Yeah. Um. You know, back in the day when tackles mattered, I would have said Martinez. Yeah. Jid from Green Bay. Because mm-hmm. he's a leading tackler, is he not? Yeah. No, wait. No, he's not. Who's got the most no, tackles? Preston, Preston Brown. Brown. Buffalo. 
They're tied though with tackles. How many tackles? Oh yeah, 144. Martinez yeah. was a beast, man. Um, I will. I will say this. I think Campbell will get it, just because of his meaning to the to the to that whole right, defense right. as a whole. Um, however, I do think corners need to start getting love. I agree. Player of the year. I completely I, agree. I think Peters or Bowie oh, hands down, hands down. Safeties get love too here and there, but so yeah, I think they get too much. But honestly, corners need to start getting some love because listen, they see work every right. play. So one time for my boy Demarcus Lawrence, I hear fourteen and a half sacks also for the Cowboys. I see you, boy. But the, the best surprise that's on this list that I see is Kareem Hunt being a leading rusher in the National Football League. Yeah, we seen that coming. Yeah, we did. We seen that. That, um, young, that young man was going off the whole time. I'm glad you said that because that moves me right into my next uh, offensive rookie of the year. Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt. For me, huh? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. I don't have Kareem Hunt. Who do you have? I personally have Alvin Kamara, and for the Saints, uh, um, him splitting time. He still managed to rack up 728 rushing yards, eight touchdowns, 826 receiving yards, five touchdowns, and a kick return touchdown. Wait, what? And that's splitting time. I mean, I, I get all that, but Kareem Hunt was consistent the whole yeah, game. Yeah, I disagree. Kareem Hunt didn't 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 split time with anybody. He was the Kareem feature Hunt was back. Well, oh, that's not that's not Alvin Kamara's fault. No, I'm not <laughs> saying it is. It, it, it understood that it's not his fault, but still, and furthermore, that matters. Carson Wentz getting injured is is technically not Carson Wentz's fault either, but mm-hmm. he's not going to get MVP regardless. Neither is Antonio Brown. Right. Okay. So mm. that's my opinion. I'm a come on. Hey, so AK, um, AK forty one. Yeah. Hey, my boy AK forty one, seven hundred yards rushing, eight touchdowns, eight hundred yards receiving, five touchdowns. Eh. That's a good little scat back year, but he's got he's got, a, he's got him some numbers. nice scat back numbers. Yeah. What, Kareem, what Kareem Hunt numbers? Look yeah, like? that's those are good solid. Go you back, know. go over to Kareem, go over to Kareem. <laughs> we, we, we could talk about those scat back numbers <laughs> any day of the week. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, a o a o a b a a a a o ace buggy. Hey, Ace Boogie. Ace Boogie, I need you to understand something. Hey, hey, hey those. So Kareem Hunt had 1300 yards, eight touchdowns. Um, 455 receiving yards, three touchdowns. And here goes, here goes the, my best stat for Kareem Hunt. Fumbles lost one. You all remember that one fumble that changed that boy's mindset. He only had one fumble. Against the Patriots. And that That was his very first. Yeah. And he never let that ball go ever again. Kareem Hunt, offensive rookie of the year. Hunt Kareem. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, defensive rookie of the year. I stayed on the same time with Marshawn Lattimore. Um, 43 tackles, five interceptions, and one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like much, but they just don't throw his way because he made it, he had his own island as a rookie. His own island? You going to give him an island? You going you to get islands after one year? I'm just telling you how he was treated. Whoa. Reckless abandon. Quarterbacks just didn't throw his way. Uh, is Jalen Ramsey a rookie? No. He's not a rookie no more. No. Huh? Remember last year he was sassy in the locker yeah, room? Yeah, he sure was. That <laughs> definitely was. At man. least he wasn't Jameis. You're right. <laughs> y'all see, y'all see this W? Y'all see this <laughs> we gonna eat it. Y'all see this we W? We gonna eat one today. Y'all see this W? Yeah, truth, truth be told, Lattimore is a beast. So that, that might go his way. Where's yeah. that from? Ain't that Ohio State? I think so. Probably. Oh, nice. I well, think so. Yeah. Ohio right. PJs are terrible. 
So yeah, so I'll add more because I don't think any other defensive rookies really snapped like that. Can't think of anybody at the moment yeah. right now. Um, if we do, we'll come back to it. Yep. Speaking of comeback, comeback player of the year. I got to go with my guy, Todd Gurley. After a poor season last year, this year he went off. They had all the right pieces in place and he could just move. So I had to go with Todd Gurley. It was really between him and Russell Westbrook for me. And uh, not Russell, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. I mean Russell Wilson. You know what I mean. You know Russell be throwing those bombs. <laughs> I didn't know Westbrook. Was Yo, I do that all the time. I hack you do that all the time. Yeah, Russell. It was either between that and uh, Russell Wilson. I, I went with Todd Gurley. Wasn't when did Cam get injured? That was two years ago. You talking about when he had his car accident and stuff? No, the shoulder. That was, that was last year. How many shows did he miss? I mean, shows. How many games did he miss? I have no idea. We <laughs> How many shoulders did he miss? His How many shows did he miss? Three. Three shoulder leans. Three shoulder leans in the nene. I give it to Cam. Cam had a solid year this year. You know who I give it to? Josh Gordon. You snapped. They played in like two games. You snapped. Us and I was like, what? And he, he made the headlines, man. We got to give it to him. I guess. No, I'm giving it to Andrew Luck. Oh, no, I, I give it to Cam because Cam did bounce back very great after that debacle of him losing those uh those those deals by that one reporter. I get I give it to Cam. Oh, I had to give it to Todd because he damn near doubled all his stats. I give I gotta give it to to Ko Spikes because his name, Tko Spikes. <laughs> okay, all right, you're done. All right, okay. And then uh, the last one, Coach of the Year, I had to give it to Sean McVay. And for the yeah, Rams. agreed. Either like, him or Buddy from the Eagles. Yeah, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. Yeah. yeah, either one of them. Like, talk about turning the team around. That both teams that we didn't think were gonna. You, you got. You got to give it to Philly. You know who I'm giving it to? Brett Favre. Brett Favre. <laughs> Jay Cutler. Comeback yes. player of the year. Oh my god. Comeback player of the year. Way to bounce back, Jay Cutler. Oh my gosh. So uh, a train because he bounced back after that Dolphin trade. Oh god. Alright, so last thing before we get into the uh, the mm. picks. Nels, before the season started, during preseason, you and I did our own little mock picks of little. the whole season. And we kind of went game by game, week by week, and, you know, did wins and losses to see where we thought the teams would end up. Mm-hmm. Now, we were not close. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I will say that. For the NFC... Ah, my bad, sorry. Let me get my stuff together real quick. Okay. For the NFC, I had, in in this order, Seahawks, Giants, Packers, Panthers, Cardinals, Falcons. Out of those six, only two are in the playoffs. That would be the Panthers and the Falcons. Now, as you said, oh God. the Seahawks, the Packers as well, the Cowboys, the Falcons, the Cardinals, and the Giants. Only one of those teams made it. Please tell everybody how I thought the Jaguars were going to go 1-15, please. I'm going to get there. Now you're, for the, you're my comeback player of the year. The Atlanta Falcons, where they come back after that deficit in the Super Bowl? Word. <laughs> Word. Made it back in the playoffs. 
Uh, we'll see if they can do anything. Big fan. All right. Now, for the AFC, I had, uh, in this order, the Patriots, the Raiders, the Steelers, the Colts, the Chiefs, the Broncos. Remember, we had an asterisk by the Colts, though. We did. Because we didn't know. We, we assumed Andrew Luck was going to be okay at some point early on because this was during preseason. It just goes to show you how much injuries play a factor. Yep. Odell, and then, David yep. Johnson. And for you, you had the Patriots. David Johnson was that dude in from Arizona. Was looking for. You had Patriots, Raiders, Steelers, Texans, Chiefs, Broncos. David Johnson is going to be next year's comeback player of the year. Teddy Bridgewater. No, he might not play. Um, Okay, so no, but one of the funniest things is just looking how, Nels, especially you, how you put some of the playoff teams that are in there now. So, for some of the teams that are currently in the playoffs, let's see, Nels, you had the Eagles going 5-11, you had the Rams going 5-11, you had the Vikings going 8-8, you had the Saints going 5-11, you had the Jaguars going 1-15. And, uh, yeah, that's it's, it's pretty much the most relevant ones. Yeah, just take a nap on me, bro. My comeback player of the year <laughs> is none other than Roderick Davis, a.k.a. Gucci, Gucci Man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Gucci Man deserves this. Come goal. on. He bounced back He this got the year. bag. Wow, no, I didn't do much better. I had the Rams going 3-13. and 13. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bird. Oh, uh, bird. Crash and burn. Oh my god. I had the Vikings going 5 and 11. <laughs> um, damn. Yeah, bro. I had the Eagles going 6 and 10. We just trash. It was really bad. I had the Jaguars going 8 and 8. We're just trash, bro. Yeah. Trash, I don't know. And I, I came close on the. Uh, the closest I came was the NFC South. Close. I had tell, the, us, tell us more about how you came close, bro. I had the Panthers going eleven and five, mm-hmm. and the Saints and Falcons going ten and six. Uh-huh. When in actuality, it, the Panthers did go eleven and five, but so did the Saints, and the Falcons did go ten and six. So I called that. It's pretty good, right? My right. comeback right. player of the year is Pokemon Go. Right? It Yo, can't be come back. It came player. back and then left. It can't be <laughs> but it, it, it came back around because I think it's AT&T that has the new contract thing now. If you sign up with them, you get 100 poker, uh, poker coins. That's trash. And they have new Pokemon now. The new gen. They have new gen out there. The, the, the XYZ joints. Okay. Mm, so just to wrap up. Um, yeah, but we were way <laughs> off and injuries definitely screwed oh us up. Oh, my God. You know what we give comeback player to? My comeback player of the year is Bow Wow for finding a way to be relevant in lives. Word, just lying about getting on private jets. <laughs> That's actually awesome. And then flipping this, said, I never said I was on the jet. <laughs> I just took a picture, man. You guys thought that. All right. Shouts out to Rashad Moss, aka Bow Wow. So <laughs> at this point, at this point, the the picks for the NFL are done. We're not going to do them through the rest of the playoffs just because now you you won. There's no chance of any of us catching you. What's the record for me, bro? Uh, you came in first place, 160 and 81. That's not bad. I'm in second at 148 and I just, 93. I just won 100 wins. And B's in third at 144 and 97. 
Okay. 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 So we'll we'll continue to do picks up through the Super Bowl, but we're not really gonna worry about keeping record of it. Cool. Mm -hmm. No, let's just start a new record thing. Okay. We're gonna do a playoff playoff record. Yeah. A clean one, bro. Let's go with that clean slate. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So we'll start out with this weekend, wild card weekend on Saturday. We have the uh, the fifth seed Titans at the fourth seed Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs. Jeez. The Titans just don't got the they don't got the firepower to keep up. Right. Um we also have the sixth seed Falcons at the third seed Rams. This is gonna be a good game. It is gonna be a good game. I just feel like I don't know if Atlanta can deal with the offensive onslaught hey, for the Rams. What, what, did that, what did I used to always tell you? Julio. Yeah, you damn right. But Julio hasn't practiced all this week and neither has Freeman. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Julio. Julio, Julio, got, Julio got an ankle injury and a rib injury as well. You know he's going to play. He's he, going to play. I just don't know how effectively he's going to so play. So who y'all rolling with? But who, who's over there? Who's playing DB in uh, Rams that, that could run with Julio on the, even on the bum wheel, on the donut? They got, they got good corners. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, but they're can they run with Can defense. they run with the big body Julio on the donut? Sure. Sure. You could run with Julio, but can you stop Julio? You see, my, my thing is, is that I wanted, I wonder how much playoff experience of the Falcons is actually going to show. And, that, that's, well, that, and that's what you have to take into consideration, too. This is yeah. Jared Goff's first time in the playoffs. First time. So he might wet the bed. Who playing home? Rams. Who playing in, in L.A.? Oh, yeah, they're playing in You LA. see what I'm saying? So my whole thing is, like, there's still mind. backups. Like, even if Freeman gets hurt, there's Coleman. And even if Jones gets hurt, there's, Sanu had a good year, and mm-hmm. Gabriel had a good year. But we've been sleeping on the Rams all year. Facts. We've been sleeping on the Rams all year. Because I know there were some games where we were calling the Rams were going to lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rams was killing people. I mean, yeah. they played well with the Eagles. Eagles is the best team in the NFC to me, even without Carson Wentz. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to go Rams. I think that, whole, that home field advantage is going to kick in. After... You know, winning college football. I'm going to go with the gamble. I am going to go with the... I'm going to say the experience trumps the newcomers. And you think Falcons going to win it out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dylan. I know I sound crazy, Dylan. And I know I sound like I'm sleep, Dylan. You guys can talk about it next week. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm Spoiler really, alert. I'm Spoiler really, alert. I'm really, <laughs> this is really a toss-up. You know what I mean? Because I, I could go it Falcons, make, too. It makes sense. There's experience, but then... Rams has just been rolling though, and Rams have been, they've been on point, man. Oh, and then we got, but they've, but they've been on point. And, we, and then here's the thing that I'm looking into. Mm. Also, Atlanta's been playing good competition game in game out because they're in a really tough NFC South. Now people always say, oh well, steel sharp and steel. I don't think so because if that's the case, Patriots shouldn't have no rings at all because they've been in the weakest division year in year out, and yeah. I think it actually helps them yeah. because they don't got to worry about getting hurt. Now this year, NFC West can. You can argue that the NFC West is weaker than the AFC East. Has yeah, has and, has Todd, and the Rams have been chilling over there. Um, alert question: Has Todd Gurley missed a game for the Rams? Yeah, 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 yeah. He missed one, I believe, one or two. Did they? Did the Rams win? I think so. Yeah, they did win without him. Huh. I believe. They won without Todd Gurley. Like Todd Gurley didn't play. Well, he played and he went out. I honestly, I'd have to go See, back. And I want to know if he, if. He went out and it, Sir, I don't have that information for you. I'm going, I'm going with Hot Atlanta. Since just because just 
You know what? Since uh, University of Georgia in the national title game, oh okay, we're gonna we're gonna get Atlanta popping. All right, Atlanta. Yeah. All right. So B's going Falcons. Now on Sunday we got the number six seed uh, Bills at the number three seed Jaguars. I want to say Bills so bad, but, but I can't. Jack yeah. Duval, let's go. Yeah. Jacksonville. They're gonna be so hyped. They're this playoff. Game, it's, it's, it's in Jacksonville, too, right? It's in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Oh, too you know who I'm rooting for? Then I'm watching Jacksonville through and through. I forgot who they playing because I got so hyped. Oh, and Shady might. Shady's gonna play, but he's got that sprained ankle. Yeah. yeah. So. Jacksonville. Yeah. Championship. And then this game's gonna be interesting. Uh, the fifth seed Panthers at the fourth seed Saints. Now during the season, the Saints swept the Panthers. But it's really hard to win three times in yeah, a row. I, I, that's Statistically true. showing, Panthers have an advantage here because of how hard it is to win three times in a row. Dallas did last year against the Giants. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Y'all won three times in a row? Yeah. So cue the song. Three times in a row. Three times in a row. There you go. Three times in a row. Three times in a row. Yeah, Wait, y'all play each other in the playoffs too? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what they... Yeah. There was, was that last year? It was two years ago. Wait, who y'all lose to in the playoffs last year? Green Bay. That was last year. Two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, because last year we had to buy, and then when our first game was against Green Bay, and we lost. Oh, so y'all didn't sweep them last year. It was the year before. I, I apologize, uh, listeners. Uh, what a guy. So who is it again? Panthers Saints. Panthers Saints. I'm going At to, New Orleans. I want to see. You know what? Oh, you've been watching film? I'm going Panthers because Watch the Panthers, Panthers have, they have redone their offense and throughout the season. And it's clicking now. And the and the Saints play risky defense. They can't play anything other than cover one and cover zero. Any 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 zone, they get exposed. Any zone. So they can only go man. They can go two up top, but if they go two up top, then who's gonna account for McCaffrey? And if they go zero or if they go one, McCaffrey's still gonna burn somebody. And they still got Funches. And they still got Stewart, and then they got design run plays now for Cam, where McCaffrey runs through the hole like he's about to go for a pass play, but blocks. And these are design sure. quarterback counters. Perfect example. I believe that's the reason why Oklahoma did that counter play. They took a page out of Carolina's book. That's a great play, by the way. It's a great play, and Chips they're going right. to do it. Motion out. They're going to do it against the Saints. They will expose the Saints. So you're going Carolina? I'm going Carolina. All right. You're going Saints. Hey, I'm going Saints. Yeah. We Carolina, Carolina has arguably the two best cover linebackers in the game. Yeah. Davis and Luke. Keekly? Yeah, so I think Luke Keekers? Luke or Davis can run with AK-41 in open field. All right. Well, that's all I got. So that's that, huh? That's yep. all, that's it for the playoffs. Four games this weekend, yeah. So oh, awesome. just to just to give you guys a, a little moment, um, no FAU minute quite yet this time around. We're gonna give it a break for now. But I just wanted to shout out FAU again for winning their bowl game and for finishing the season on a great note. Um, the NBA is starting to pick up as we're talking. We're currently watching the Celtics Cavs game, which is actually not that bad of a game. Watch. Um, can we talk about before you get going? Can we talk about uh, the, the draft order? Because we did, we did bring that up. Yeah, I was going to wait till we got a little bit closer. Ah, damn it, you guys. Because it still hasn't been established yet. Because some teams, it's going to be a coin flip worth where they are and stuff like that. We, so. know, we know Cleveland Browns got the first pick again. And hey, the fourth. They got the first and the fourth. Be honest with you. To be honest with you. Be honest, be honest, be honest, be honest, be honest. 
I think they need to look into doing away with the, the way they do draft like the NBA is about to do the same thing. Stop letting the worst team get the best get the first pick. I don't like that anymore. Because you get a lot of guys who are really talented kids or athletes, young men, who go to Cleveland and then we, their career. Yeah, we won't hear from those guys. It ain't fun anymore. Yeah, change it up. Uh, hit, hit the reset button. So you, it, it's a roll of the dice for the first one. Do you know why? I, w- I wouldn't mind if they did the lotto style because, I, you know, some, certainly some of these kids would love to go to New England and play ball over there. Maybe your first year you go to the Super Bowl, you know how that feels? Or, awesome. or an emerging team that you know is going to be in the Super Bowl soon. Right. That might be, you might be the missing link in what they need. Exactly. Come on, man. I would yeah. love that instead of going to Cleveland and being um, Deshaun Kaiser. I mean, I know Deshaun, I ain't saying Deshaun Kaiser bad, but who wants Westbrook. to play in that environment? Truth. Like, my, my, my guy Duke Johnson is over there, but. Lil Duke? Yeah, Lil Duke. That like, boy Lil Duke over there. That boy Lil Duke ain't doing much anything. Like you guys, you, they got two good running backs over there because Isaiah Crowell is not Isaiah above. from Georgia, um, but you guys and transferred over to Alabama State. Alabama State, so mm-hmm. he's actually rooting for both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys watched this year. Have you guys ever heard anything about Jabril Peppers this year? No, no. I believe he'd have been making some kind of noise had he went somewhere else, like Jacksonville. I was just about to say that. Imagine Jabril Peppers at Jacksonville. It's more fun for him over there. Truth. But he went in Cleveland. David Njoku, you're in Cleveland. You went first round, though. But you're in Cleveland. Yeah, that's just crazy. That's crazy. Could you imagine Saquon Barkley going to a team that needs a running back? That's a contender? Yeah? I'd love it. Patriots. Um, it's a wasted pick. But I can understand what you're saying. Patriots. Um... Him and Lewis would be a problem. I'd rather we go Shaquan Barkley over there to Raiders. And then you trade uh, my man, or keep my man on the team because he's just good value. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch. He wouldn't go to another team. Yeah, that's why I said keep him. Yeah, I said yeah, yeah. keep him, but get Shaquan Barkley. Yeah, but um, that's going to be interesting to see where he goes, though. Who? Shaquan. Yeah, good shit. Yeah. Wherever he goes is really going to dictate his career. He's one of those players. Actually, this draft is interesting because all of those players are like that. Darnold, Rosen, Shaquan, go Lamar, all those guys. New York would be good for if him. If he goes Green to Bay, would be good for him. He's going to New York. He's going to snap. Green Bay would be good for him. He would snap. He's not going to fall that far. He's going to New York. Yeah, he's going to New York. New York, New York has a number two pick. That's crazy. But New York also needs a quarterback. Nah, they're going to ride with Eli for another year. You think Eli's going to go back, come back for another year? Yeah. Hey, don't they don't have a head coach right now? Yeah. Your new head coach comes in, you gotta you gotta start cleaning it up. You gotta get rid of Eli. So you if, if, even if you can get a quarterback in second round, even if you still rock with Eli for another year, you have to get someone in waiting. So you have to drop a court. You have to drop. I feel a like depending on who the coach is, if they like believe in like a good run game, like they'll do you go? They'll, they'll go after a quarterback in like the second. Or third. If you believe in a good run game, you had to revamp the whole offense though, because remember their their offense is predicated to pass. Well, I mean, yeah, because they they got those three receivers and with a big tight end, oh, uh, so. You have to go ahead and revamp that whole mess. You have that's why I think Dan, uh, uh Josh McDaniels comes in and goes to the Giants because it's already set up for him. You got three receivers set with a big tight end who could kill him at the backfield and catch. I mean, say the backfield. He come from the line to catch the ball. You need a signal caller so you can get Eli, Eli for one year, one more year, but then you have to get a quarterback in, in waiting. 
either you roll the dice and I don't want to say Sam Donald or the Rosen kid from UCLA because I think he's washed. But you go get you you go get you somebody good. But we'll talk about that next week. Holla at your boy. You already know <laughs> what it is. PB and J sandwiches on Tuesdays. Um, like um, NBA is slowly but steadily picking up. Um, it'll definitely be more pick it up, pick to it talk up. about after the All Star game. Definitely we'll pick it up after the All Star break. Um, but right now, the teams that are supposed to be at the top are easily at the top right now. Um, and, I mean, that's that's really it. Um, go Celtics. Um, yeah, man. I went to Monday Night Raw this past Monday. Had, a, had a great time. Um, a lot of fun. Next time, we all got to go. Like, it was just a great experience to be at live. So, um, you know, we got uh-huh. to make that happen, y'all boys. Easy. Word. Yeah, it was a good time though. Easy. Hey, just just follow Buddha on Snapchat, bro. B U D A. So for all you ballaholics and scallywags <laughs> that want to ask us any questions or want anything that we want to bring up on the show, you could always email us at ballssportspodcast at gmail You can also hit us up on the Twitter at balls underscore podcast, and you can keep up with what we're doing on Instagram at. Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. Yeah, man. So, you know, we out here making it do what it do one time, but time for the bird gang, then that thing right there. Y'all boys hold it down next week. Get this money. Hey, I, won't be, I won't be here. So, you know. Hey, rule of thumb don't wear flannel pants on Tuesday nights. You can't. Or corduroys. Or corduroys. We're going to bring those back. Already brought back. I baby, think we dog. may have a special guest host next week. We if, might. If he's still down to do it. Depends no, on if we feel like it. You know keep, keep everybody in check. Hell no. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> hey, listen, this junk gonna be a madhouse next week, oh man. Oh my god. Hey, can listen, we please, guys? Madhouse. Yeah. Can we not burn the podcast to the ground? Absolute burn, freaking burn madhouse. We're taking phone calls and everything, chief. Oh my gosh. We're here. I'm calling in. We are here. Hey, follow me on Pinterest. Uh, my ad name is the guy who done it twice with a uh, butter knife. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. This has gone right. far enough. All <laughs> we, right. We out of here, man. Holla at us, man. That'd be a crazy big man. Yeah.